Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This week's podcast brought to you by Visual Theology. Go now to Visual Theology and use the code BAR for 15% off anything you purchase from their website. The link is in the show notes. Go now, check it out. Enjoy the bar. Yo, welcome to the bar. Come on and pull up a seat and open up your Bible. What a wonderful feast. The living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets. The inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet. This is where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news. In light of the scripture, we are here to serve you. We're your source for resources to help you on your way as you battle mean forces. This is for the people who can see the importance of sound theology and the scripture that support it. And this is for the truth lovers, biblically reforming, preaching Christ to the nations. Yeah, welcome to the modern reformation. Yeah, the bar, biblical and reformed. Yo, grace and peace, everyone. It's your man T Barlow with another episode of Bars, Biblical and Reformed Fittest. And I have on the line a brother who's taking time out of his busy schedule uh, to chop it up with me, a brother by the name of Regenerate. Can you say what's up to the people for me, sir? What up, what up? Great to be on. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> we've had some technical difficulties, and, you know, so it's good to kind of get this show running correctly and so forth, man. Um, just for starters, though, uh, you know, I got to be honest with you, like, yours is a name I haven't really heard in many conversations. So how about, man, you just give the people a little, you know, a little something, you know, about yourself that you would like them to know, just for starters. Cool, yeah. Um, well, um, I'm born and raised in Chicago. I am a Christian rapper, for sure. Uh, I'm a husband, about to be a father soon. Um, and then on a musical level, you know, obviously I'm a Christian. <laughs> uh, so I am involved in my church as well. And, and from a hip-hop artist perspective, uh, I'm just, I just, my aim is just to make, you know, Christ-centered, just boom bap, underground style, lyrical hip-hop that, you know, glorifies Jesus. To say where I like how you pointed out something, man, because it feels like it's been like in the conversation uh, among some other folks lately about how uh, you know uh, you're 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 a Christian rapper, no mistake in that, and it also sounds like you uh, also submit to the authority of a local church. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yep. Yep. So, what's the name of the church that you attend in Chicago? Uh, City Lights Church. Um, it's uh, it's a it's a it's a newer church. I mean, it's it's been around since 2011. I've been I've been going there. I've been a member there since like 2013. So I've been there most of the time. It's been, it's been you know 
since they've been having this church. But uh, yeah, so that's the church that I'm involved with. I'm a, I'm a youth leader there with my wife. We serve there in that way. Um, and then, you know, we're involved heavily with, in community, community groups and stuff like that. So yeah. Now you and I, we've had the conversation before, man. You might uh, just kind of tell it like your testimony real quick about how you went from being unsaved to saved. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I would say that I was, uh, so I was born, you know, into a, I, I guess more so like a cultural Christian family. Like, so we, I definitely wouldn't say looking back now, growing up that I would ever say I was actually a Christian. My family uh, didn't grow up, you know, we just didn't go to church. You know, when I was growing up, we went maybe Christmas or Easter. Um, but, uh, you know, my mom definitely, my mom came up as, as a believer. So my, my grandparents went to church heavily um and they made all their kids go with my mom is one of eight so they all grew up in church going uh well my mom uh as my mom got older she kind of started doing her own thing you know what i mean um she also ended up getting you know pregnant out of wedlock and so my my grandmother being so serious about the lord was just like you know you know the rules of the house um you can't stay here if you're doing that kind of stuff so my mom gets kicked out and again just sort of does her own thing for a while you know she's with my dad at this time but they're not married um and so after me my mom ends up having two more kids and so we're growing up how we are you know not in church doing you know all that kind of stuff and so when i was about uh 14 um i guess my mom had got invited by one of her sisters to start going to church or to visit a church my mom goes and it reminds her not only of, of the church that she went to, but she just really felt like God was calling her to start going with, you know, pursuing him seriously. Uh, so she gives she gives her life to the Lord, she gets baptized, all that kind of stuff. Um, and she ends up then forcing uh, me and my siblings to go to church with her. You know, she used to ask us, you guys want to come with, you guys want to come with? And then I guess uh, one, one Sunday morning, the pastor was like, man, he preached in a sermon, he goes, if you can make your kids go to family parties and you can make them go to school, you can make them come to church. So from then it was a wrap for us and we had to go. We hated it. I didn't want to be there at all. Um, and and so not only just in general did I not want them to do with Christianity, but like this was a Spanish church. And even though I'm Puerto Rican, I don't know Spanish because I was my parents didn't speak it to us growing up. So I'm in a church where already in church, I want to be there, but I don't even understand what they're saying and what's going on. <laughs> so that made it you know, even worse. Uh, but anyway, hard, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm going there, and then, and then one, you know, we're going there for a few months consistently, and then after a while, um, I guess some youth see us and come up to us after service and invite us to come to the youth service. And unfortunately for us at the time, you know, my mom was right there hearing it. She heard that conversation. Was like, well, you're going to that now too. So, <laughs> so we got to do Sunday, and now we got to do Friday nights. Which as a youth, like as a young kid, you don't want to be going on a Friday night, you know what I mean? Um, right, right, so, right. Some yeah, people so, barely want to go on a, uh, as an adult, so I, I guess. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, 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 So, we're, so now, you know, sun, every Sunday, every Friday, we're in church, um, and, and I would, I would say that, to a degree, I became cool with, like, church culture, you know what I mean? Um, they eventually started doing, like, English services, so that I could at least understand what was being talked about and stuff, um, and so I just became cool with church culture, you know, as a youth, as a, as a young man and youth, like, I'm mainly there for the girls my age, and <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, I just cool. Yeah. You know, I got people, I've got people I can talk to, and you know, whatever. Um, and so my heart definitely was still far from the Lord, um, but I was I was into church culture, quote unquote. And so um, 
around that time, my, my freshman, sophomore year of high school, I really started getting into hip hop in general, like secular. So I grew up hearing all kinds of different music, but um, it wasn't until my sophomore year of high school that I really got into rap um, and, and actually wanted to start writing it myself. Um, and, and so I got, I was starting to get really heavy into it my sophomore year of high school. And then um, it was around that time that I, one morning before, one morning before church, we're getting, I'm getting ready in my room. And uh, my favorite secular hip hop station, I threw that on as I was getting ready for church. I didn't know they played Christian music uh, Sunday mornings. But when I threw on the station, it was a rap song. So I was like, all right, yo, I've never heard this beat. This song is dope, I like this. Um, and, and I'm listening, they say Jesus a few times. Oh, wait a minute, what is this? I'm listening, oh, yo, he's rapping about Jesus, like Christian rap, yeah, I, you know what I mean? And, and so I never heard anything like it. Everything that I had heard, as far, like Christian rap-wise, was just like a bunch of cheesy remixes of, of, of uh, you know, secular songs. Uh, but this is like its own song, its own beat, you know, this dude rapping. Um, so my mom comes in the room, you know, it's, it's almost time to leave the house for church. She's like, hey, turn that garbage off, it's time for church. And I'm like, hey, it's not garbage, it's Christian, you rap about Jesus. Uh, and so later, later, about a week later, um, I get a CD in the mail. You know, my mom bought it for me, but I open it up and it's Lecrae's after the music stops. Again, at this time, I don't know anything about I don't know anything about Lecrae. I, I don't know much about Christian rap, but for me, I was like, hey, a new rap album. That's dope. So I, I, I threw it in my CD player um, and I'm listening to it. And I'm, I'm, God used that in a big way for me. You know, uh, I think that was definitely a step in, in just how God was bringing me to him. Um, I heard that album and my mind was blown as far as like, I, I just didn't think rap or hip hop and, and church could go together. Uh, but when I listened to that album, I was like, yo, this dude really is hip hop, but like, he loves God. And for me, I was like, there's gotta be something deeper than this, to this Christianity thing. Um, so uh, sure enough, that made me like more cool, I guess, with Christianity. Cause I was like, oh, these guys are real dudes from the hood and stuff, but they love the Lord. So it's cool to be a Christian. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, so right, I was right. like, kind of, I was kind of cool with it. And then from there, I got in from after the music stopped. I think, well, obviously, Trip Lee was on uh, Jesus music, but I went and I looked up, I started looking up Lecrae on like MySpace, um, which back in, you know, MySpace had the top friends of each artist. So like from Lecrae, I found Trip Lee, and I went to his page, and I found, you know, I started going to all these other artist pages. Um, and so I, so I started liking Christian rap. At the time, for the most part, all I knew was Lecrae and Trip Lee, but. Um, Funny enough, one one day at, at youth they have a, a a karaoke night, right? And again, just the way that I was raised by my dad. My dad used to, you know, my dad used to be in the streets and stuff too. So my dad was kind of a macho kind of guy, I guess. But like my dad was, you know, for me singing was like soft. So karaoke night, I am not gonna sing, especially talking about Jesus. I'm not. That's like the softest thing ever. Um, so I was like, yo, so I didn't do it. Like I didn't sing. And then every all the other youth did something. So I felt bad. And then they were, you know, so I was like, all right, next time they do one of these, I'm going to actually do something. Um, but it still, I was like, yo, I'm not going to sing. And one day we're in the car listening to Lecrae, and I, it hit me. I was like, yo, I'll do this. I'll rap. I'll do, I'll do a Christian rap song. So I rapped. The next time they did a youth night, I rapped uh, Lecrae's, uh, after the music stopped, the title track of the album, the intro. Um, and again, at this time of all, I was super introverted and shy and not, like, I was very bad socially. I just couldn't talk to people really. I, like I, when I went to church, I sat in the back, really quiet. As soon as it was done, it was out of there. Like I didn't talk to nobody, nothing. I was quiet, um, and I was like, <laughs> but I was like, yo, I got a rap. I got to perform this. 
Um, so, you know, before I went out, I had my little, like, Eminem and 8-mile moment. I'm in the bathroom looking in the mirror rapping, you know. <laughs> like, you know, I'm so ready, you know. Oh, it's not knees weak, palms are sweaty. I'm bobbing on the sweater already. Yeah, yeah. So, and I got you. <laughs> so, I, so I go fun, up. It's, it's funny because... I gotta, I gotta say real quick, it's funny because like in all honesty, every time I get ready to perform, I have those moments. Like I go into the bathroom, I'm in the mirror. Like, yeah, that's hilarious. So I, so I go up and I'm standing there. So like Lecrae, like you know, he's talking at the beginning of that song before he actually starts rapping and the beat drops. So I'm standing up there and I'm waiting for him to finish his like talking. You know what I mean? So I can start rapping with him. And, uh, you know, but every up, everybody is, all the youth of the church, though, is a shy, quiet kid. So they're cheering me out. Oh, you can do it. You know, it's all right. And I'm like, all right. Like, I'm, I'm about to go in. I'm like, just, just give me a second. You know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, I rap. The beat drops, I rap. They're all tripping because, like, I don't ever talk. But I was, like, I was, like, snapping, mad, aggressive, angry-looking rap. You know what I mean? Like, so they were tripping. Um, but at that time, again, like I said, I was I was writing secular rap. I, was, I had never really performed for anybody, but I was writing like crazy. Um, and so after I performed, like a bunch of people, even older folks that don't mess with rap, were coming up to me like, you have a gift, you have a talent, that's, you know. Um, and I was just like, man, it was just more confirmation that rapping was something I wanted to do. Like, man, these people are, people who don't know anything about rap are watching me. I'm like, yo, that's a, that's a gift. Hey, hey, I got to say, I find that kind of funny, though. Like, like they see you doing a karaoke rap song, and they're like, hey, man, you got a gift. It's like, what did they think you had a gift for at the time? So like, for karaoke? Right, like, right. <laughs> but but yeah, they, yeah, right. maybe, like, like, I wonder, maybe they didn't get that, like, you know, really, like, technically, you know. I mean, because I, I get what you were doing and why you were doing it at that time, and I'm not knocking that. I'm saying, but, like, but like if that was, like, your thing, like, I'm just going to rap other people's rap songs, you know, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Like, as, as a professional artist, I, I mean, I don't know. I never seen anybody really do that. I ain't said right, right, right. I don't know. <laughs> you know, it was like I think, what they yeah, did, yeah. But but, but nevertheless, maybe, maybe it was just in your your stage performance. Maybe you just looked so comfortable on stage doing that type of thing, where they was like, "Yo, we never seen you come out of your shell like this." Maybe that's what they were looking at. Right, right. No, I, I agree for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> they don't know nothing about yeah. rap, man. They can be like, yo, that was super lyrical. That was, you know, the, the multi-syllables. You know, I get it. No, it was, it was <laughs> like, definitely like the performance. It. Right, right, exactly. Um, but again, I mean, again, it was, because uh, I thought, I told some of your story recently. They were dying laughing. Like, you were just rapping other people's stuff taking credit. I was like, no, no, they knew it was other people's stuff. It wasn't. <laughs> right. But, uh, <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, okay, so I did that. And then funny enough, so funny enough, that was just the beginning of my rapping other people's stuff. Like, the pastor saw that and was like, man, this can bless people in a way like everything else we usually do doesn't. Like, this can reach people who, who you know, listen to rap music, who don't mess with any worship type stuff. So it became like, I just became like the church rapper. <laughs> like, every other Sunday, they would have me up in front of the congregation rapping. And that and that kind of forced me to expand my, like, knowledge of Christian hip-hop, because I was like, I can't keep doing just Lecrae's one album. Like... <laughs> so I, I, I'm like right. doing other people's songs, but I, you know, I eventually discovered uh, Shylin, and that that changed my life in a whole other way. Because at the time, again, if, even my style now as a rapper is super East Coast, and so all I knew at the time was Lecrae and these dudes who were, you know, killing it down south rap. You know what I mean? Um, but then to hear an East Coast guy like Shylin rapping theology and all these heavy lyrics, and you know, I was like, I was like, yo, this is my new dude right here. So. I'm rapping in the church for a while. Again, still not a Christian, but I'm rapping in the church and stuff like that. Um, and then after maybe a year of that, or 
you know, I, actually nine months of like consistently really going to church and rapping at the church and stuff like that. I have a cousin who used to live here in Chicago. Um, he's two years older than me, so I'm the oldest of three siblings, and so my cousin was two years older than me, so he was kind of like the bigger brother I never had, right? Um, so he and I just were always close. He moved to Florida when I was in like first or second grade, something like that. But over the years, we always stayed in touch through you know email and things like that. Us visiting Florida, him coming to Chicago, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then one year, he when I'm in church heavily and, and doing this rapping stuff or whatever, he actually gets saved. Um, and so he comes to Chicago to visit one one year. Um, the, the year he gets saved is about 2009. It's like toward the end of my sophomore year of high school. Um, he comes and he's just a totally different dude. Like he's completely changed. He's, he's like, it's genuine. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, at the time I was cool with church culture, but I was like, all right, leave that for Sunday. Like leave that for when we're in the church. Like we're not in the service right now, relax. Um, Cause like every conversation turned into something about Jesus. Um, and uh, like, so so at the time, the way the Lord was working to me that was, was mainly through these Christian rappers, funny enough, like my church, the church I was at at the time, they did super heavily preach, the, like didn't actually really preach the gospel. Um, they did mention Jesus and that he died for our sins here and there and things like that, but it wasn't nothing really Jesus. And so the, the depth that I was getting, the preaching I was getting here in doctrine and, and theology was from Christian rap. So God used that to at least get me to a point that I knew I wasn't right with God. You know I mean? That's the point that I was at in life. So I'm with my cousin who's really about it, all about Jesus. Dude definitely has changed. Like, definitely not the same person he used to be because he and I used to, like, sin together. Like, he put me on a certain sense, you know what I'm saying? Like, and this dude was all about the Lord now. He was all about the Lord now. And uh, I just remember there was one night he and I stayed up late talking. Um, and uh, at the time, I actually used to listen to, like, heavy metal music, right? And uh, one of my favorite bands was Slipknot. The latest album at the time was... Uh, uh, all Hope is Gone, which just worldly right there with the title. Uh, but then, um, you know, they wear masks, Slipknot. Every every mask, every mask, album, they got a different mask on. And one of the guys at the time on that album, his mask got a crown of thorns on it. So obviously, that's mockery, that's blasphemy, you know. Um, and so my cousin did think I was a Christian at the time. But when he saw that, he was like, man, you don't just make it fun of it. Like, why do you, you're a Christian, why are you listening to it? Why are you messing with this music? And all of a sudden, that question is like, destroyed my life. Like, all of a sudden, that, that was the moment that God, God used to, like, hit me with the weight and the reality of my sin, right? Like, so I knew I was wrong wow. with God, but but when he asked that question, it clicked and, like, hit me like a ton of bricks, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just just started getting teary-eyed, like, yeah, I'm, I'm wretched, bro, I'm so messed up. Um, and so, I, I just, I couldn't hold it back. I was trying to act hard, you know, like I said, my dad was a tough dude, so he's like, man, don't cry, all that. I was trying to act hard, I couldn't, I was like, yeah. I'm trying to talk to my cousin, my voice choking up. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, oh, he knows. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I, I just broke down in front of him. And he, he was right there with me. He asked me, man, have you ever accepted the Lord? And I was like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't, I, like, I've raised my hand at the end of services when they ask who wants to accept Jesus in their heart, right? But I don't know. Like, what does that mean? So he prayed with me to accept Christ and all that. Um, and what's funny enough is like, it, like where I've got, gotten to at a place like theologically as I've matured over the years. I, you know, whenever you hear someone's like, oh, I'm a Christian because I prayed a prayer once. So you're just like, ah, you know. But, yeah, right, like, right. Yeah. <laughs> funny enough, that's I, like, just I, like what. What? No, wait, I was, I was going to say, I prayed some prayers too when I was younger, and I was still looking like a hellion. Like, yeah. I, I, I know, right? yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like, but for me, that was the moment that God, I, like, I just definitely knew for sure, like, I, I knew the reality of my sin, you know what I mean? So you just pray with me, you know what I mean? Um, and then that was pretty much it for that night. We went to sleep. 
Uh, and then the next morning I woke up, I was like, I don't even want to bring that up. But yeah, I just, I just cried like a baby in front of him, man. I'm embarrassed. Like, you know what I, mean? I don't talk about that again. Um, and so he had, he had been with us about two weeks almost when that happened. And then so he left like a day or two later back to Florida. Um, and so I was, that was kind of disappointing for me because I was like, man, I, like, I, I, I believe, like, I'm a Christian now. I, 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 I want to live for God, but like, the one mentor for me that I have is, gone now so like who else is my age that loves Jesus like this that also listens to Christian rap that you know that I can just talk with like that um and then I believe you know God you know we know God is just faithful man and he he just brought he just brought a friend into my life because what happened was I continued doing that rap thing at church um there were happened to other people's stuff <laughs> but I'm 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 rapping at church and then they had another like karaoke night sort of deal and then a girl in my youth group invited a guy from her high school who did Christian rap um, so he came up to me after the service and was like, man, that was pretty good. He was like, I actually do Christian rap myself. He's like, do you, do you write your own lyrics? Like, cause we can do something together if you want. Um, and I was like, yeah, I definitely write my own stuff. Um, and again, I was still a newer believer, uh, again, junior in high school at this point, but I'm a newer believer. And so what was super disappointing to me, just to backtrack a little bit, when, when I was writing secular, I was really writing rap for like nine months straight where I was like, just, just when I say really writing it, it was like, I wanted to do it for a living. So I'm, I'm really writing these raps. I felt like I was super ill, like I was killing it. And then when I had to, like, I just, this is part of God working. Like, I started getting convicted of what I was writing about. Because I was like, all right, fine, I'll stop cursing. I can't curse, I'm a Christian now, all right, fine. And then I'm still talking about I'll murder you and I'll kill you and all this crazy stuff. I was like, yeah, I can't write about this either. Um, yeah, and so, so then I, again, I was like, oh, let me try this Christian rap thing. And like I said, at the time, I only knew uh, Lecrae and, and Trip Lee. So I, I started trying to write like them, just down south style, and like but I was East Coast, and so it just sounded terrible. I just like, yo, I'm trash now, <laughs> and I think that was part of God. <laughs> just, that was that was part of God just humbling me. You know what I'm saying? I was full of pride when it came to my rap skills, and I thought I was super dope, and you know, and so to be like, yo, I got nothing. Like this. So what I did was I was like, all right, let me let me read the Bible to get more Bible words to rhyme, and then God again did another thing with that, where it's like, yo, I'm actually reading the scriptures, and I'm learning things about God that. I've never even heard preached in my church, um, or I'll read a scripture. Oh, the crazy make that up. That's in the Bible. That's a verse in the Bible. Um, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So you know, so God has used that to really start sharpening me. So um, again, I felt like as a result of that and reading the Word and understanding God's truth more, my my Christian rap bars were getting better. Um, so when this dude, so back to when this guy came up to me after service and was like, do you write your own stuff? I was like, yeah, I write my own stuff. And I felt like I had recently written one of my best Christian rap because everything else prior to that, I felt like was garbage. So anyway, we connect. I go to his house that weekend. Um, and I'm nervous as heck because he's like, oh, I got a little studio. We can record. I'm like, oh, man, I hope I can impress this dude. Like, I hope my bars are good enough, all that kind of stuff. Um, and so we we basically just started working on a song. Um and I don't think I'd ever actually written a song before. Like everything had just been random, kind of like battle raps, just long pages of rhymes, like no actual songs. Uh, so he sat me down. And I had one long, the one like good Christian rap I had at the time was just one like page and a half, or two pages of, of bars. And he was like, we could split this up into like two different verses. And then he's like, I'll throw on my third verse and we can do a song together. So we did that. We spent hours that day just in the studio, just working on the song. Um, and then at the end of it all, my mom picks me up. He burned the CD of the song we made for me. I throw it in I throw it on in the car and I was like tripping like yo this is an amazing feeling hearing my voice coming out the speaker this is super dope you know what I mean um and then from there me and that dude his name's Angel uh me and him just we connected heavily um and he just became one of my closest friends like basically he became like my cousin to me 
like, because he also was two years right. older than me. So he, he became like a bigger brother to me. He loved Christian rap. He put me on. And that's that's really when my Christian rap uh, knowledge started, like, like growing because he put me on a bunch of dudes I never heard before. He put me on the Timothy Brindle. He put me on the Flame. I don't know who Flame was at the time. He put me on to, you know, when DJ Essence dropped the, the Intermission album. He was on to that. You know, Texas dude, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so, uh, so from there, I think I would say that's kind of where like I was officially walking with Jesus. And so by the grace of God, man, just been a lot of growth. Oh, well, I gotta add this in too. So um, I got Angel. He then introduced me to his friend who was also a Christian. So it became like the three of us hanging out all the time. Um, and then him and his friend that he introduced me to actually went to seventh, the same uh, elementary school. So they were in seventh and eighth grade together, and their seventh and eighth grade teacher was a Christian. Uh, who had, who was very you know open about his faith even though in public schools you can't really say nothing but he still did it anyway uh, was very bold about his faith um, you know he would play Christian rap in the classroom when they were like taking tests and stuff and there's all these kinds of ways that dude was very intentional about you know sharing Christ with the students and all that um, and so they reconnected with him once I started hanging out with them and then we started doing Bible studies at this dude's crib like every Friday. And that grew to the point we ended up having like 30 people there, guys and girls, like all of us youth just hanging out in the students' houses, teaching us scriptures. And so it was a real good time of learning for me. Like we did a lot of evangelism together at that time, going out engaging and talking to random people in parks and all across the city. We were just, you know, we were just, it was just that time of really being like on fire, just constantly, the Lord, the Lord, everything. Um, and so God used a lot of that just to really shape me, man, and, and help me to grow in, in just my love for the Lord. And, and I guess I would also say that, that just from an early on, stage in my walk um up until now even like god I, I feel like i don't get really big talking about like spiritual uh like like spiritual gifts like i'm a this and a that and i got this gift and i but like i really do feel like i'm, I'm an evangelist like that's really what my heart is like i love to like evangelize that's my thing that i just do you know what i mean over any other thing i yeah, do yeah, believe yeah. that's the one thing that i'm all about um and so I, I, I like to say this as I feel like it's part of my spiritual DNA, like evangelism. That's just what I do. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. You know, a lot of times uh, that's somebody who, yeah, a lot of times there's somebody who's like that. I feel like I, I have a lot of kind of discouraging conversations with other believers. Because, you know, there's a lot of other Christians that are like, oh, that's good for you. Kind of pat on the back. It's good that you do that. But, like, you, you try to get people to join you. Like, come with me and do it. And not a lot of people are uh, just about it like that. It's not that I'm prideful, like, oh, I'm better than But, like, no, no, a lot I of people that don't have that same like gifting or like it's not as, as much on their heart that same, you know that like, passion like that same passion for yeah i know exactly right. what you mean man because like like back in the day when i had like mad time to do it uh i used to i used to go out to the uh the abortion clinics and yeah, i remember trying to get like other christians to come uh i mean like literally, literally like i remember sitting in front of like a like just a, a bunch of different pastors like hey you know like look, look this is the issue here let's go down there let's see if we can get somebody to turn back around or whatever you know saying this and the other i couldn't get any support man and, and it does get discouraging man but uh the only thing i can say is is you know you just keep pushing man i, I gotta tell you man like your whole that, that whole story man that you just shared man it, it, it's it's, it's dope because it, it actually makes sense and, and, and I feel like it's such a dope story to tell for people who are like going to be hearing this for the first time then it's how your name yeah. is regenerate and, and you just pretty much just shared your story of regeneration like, like what like what right, right. and so forth <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so, so that's, that's that's real hot man um now um real quick before we wrap up um you know uh, I know you and I can't you and I we talked about this before but just for the listeners when you first started getting into hip hop uh, you, know, you pretty much named your uh, the, the Christian artists that you listen to. Who were the secular artists that you used to listen to? 
Yeah, so uh, just super like underground dudes. That was where. So not to not to super trail off into this story either, but <laughs> like I. So again, I grew up hearing all kinds of different music in the household. You know, my parents played you know rock and, and you know rap and, and like like Chicago house music and all the kinds of different stuff. Um, but uh, for me, I didn't. Oh, when I, when I, I, re- I just realized. I, I forgot you from Chicago that quick. Like I used to listen to house music. Like, you know, I'm, I'm originally from like like Oak Park, like Melrose Park, somewhere around up in the area. Bellwood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mentioned Yeah, but, yeah. Gra- yeah, grandmother used to stay on the West Side. So, I used to, so I'm a little, I'm a little familiar with like Augusta, Laramie, and all the streets over there and whatnot. But like, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chicago, Chicago house music was the was the joint back in the day, man. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that's that's I probably mean, my dad probably played that more than anything else. Yeah, I think I think my favorite, though, at least the most memorable. Let me say like that. The only guy I really really remember was a dude by the name of uh, DJ D Man, and he had this song. Okay. Man, this is like real. It's, it's real old. He had this song called Dookie Booty. Uh, I remember, I, I remember I brought that back here to Omaha, man. Everybody was trying to get a copy of my tape. My hips like get off that stage. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, but my fault, man. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. No, you good. So yeah, I mean, I, I grew up listening to all kinds of rap music, you know, music in general. Um, and it wasn't when I reached like 13 and could actually comprehend at least what the rappers that I was hearing on the radio at the time were talking about. I was like, yo, I don't, I don't really rock with this. They just talk about drugs and you know, sex and all this goof. Like I just, I don't know for some reason I didn't, I didn't rock with that. Uh, but I was always into like Eminem. I, I discovered Eminem was I was in like fourth grade Eminem show, and like so for years I was definitely an Eminem fan, even when I wasn't really messing with rap. So Eminem is an influence for sure. That's something I listen to a lot. Um, and then once I started getting into what really got me into hip hop was I, I got put on the Wu Tang. You know, my dad had their CDs and I started listening to them. And so from there I was like, man, I wish rappers rapped like this now. You know what I'm saying? And so again, in MySpace days, I discovered some people. I got into uh, Immortal Technique. I got into Jedi Mind Tricks, uh, Diabolic, uh, Cannabis, um, Nas. I started listening to a lot of Nas. Uh, that's that's for the most part my influences as far as secular goes. I'm sure I, I mean I listen to other people as well, but as far as guys that influenced me and who I was really heavily listening to was pretty much all those people. Um, yeah, I can I, I can dig it, man. And, and now uh, who are uh, who is like some of the more current artists as far as like you know uh, as far as like who's in your playlist like right now? Who are you listening to now? You know it's funny, man. Like currently, I, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. Like, and here, here's why. I'll explain that real quick. Here's why. Like, so early, like when I got into Christian rap, you know what I mean? Early 2000s, all that kind of stuff, which to me is kind of the golden era of CHH. But like, Lamp Mode, that's my favorite Christian rap label. Uh, I like Humble Beats. That's my second. Humble right. Beats and Lamp Mode are my two favorite labels. Um, but when I used to listen to Christian rap, like, I felt encouraged and edified. I wanted to see the Lord. I wanted to study theology. I wanted to, and now the way Christian rap is going, like there's barely anybody rapping like that. And so it doesn't really do that for me anymore. And so in the last year or so, I got into podcasts. So now podcasts do that for me. Like it makes me want to seek the Lord and really, you know what I mean? Um, no, I can but, do uh, Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm excited about Timothy Brindle's new joint dropping. Timothy Brindle. Like, yeah. I, have you, have you I heard, give you, uh, <laughs> that's the song he dropped the other night. Have you heard it yet? Uh, 
I can't think of the name the of it now. Water Judgment. The Water Judgment. Yeah, Water Judgment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, he killed that. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, murder. <laughs> <laughs> murder. I was like, y'all about to become Presbyterian, bro. That's how my children. Hey, like, yo, yo, yo. The yo, household baptism. <laughs> right, right. Yo, yo, the, the song was like seven, eight minutes long, and he, and it's like he rapped the whole thing. So it was like, it wasn't like it was a preaching intermission or nothing. It was just, it was like, dude, and, and it's like, and he was saying stuff on that joint that like, I, I'm not saying I never heard it before. I just never realized it in the way that he presented it, if that made sense. Right, no, no, I mean, for me, I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll, t- I'll take that route and say I've never heard a lot of what he was saying. <laughs> I was yeah, like, yeah, know, yeah. the way he was connecting that stuff. Right, it's like, dude, like, like that's why it took so long to make this album. Like, he was, like, you had to dig up a lap for that one, like, you know what I'm saying? But, like, yeah, that, that's some good stuff right there, man. Yeah, so, so like, yeah, yeah so, I'm, I'm excited about, about that one as well. So, I mean, Stephen the Levite, you're doing your new Verses of the Month things. I don't know if you've heard any of those, but, like, even, yeah, I feel like I, 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 I've, been I've, to, I've, I've been meaning to click on him, but like, yeah, he's nice. Yeah, like, I feel like I've annoyed him. Like, so I, so I'm at Legacy all the time. Every year, Legacy, in Chicago, the conference, you know, Legacy? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so so I'm there, like, every year for years now, like, five or six years, every single year I'm there. And so I've actually got to meet Stephen and Levi, interact with him, talk with him, you know, and stuff like that. And I almost feel like I annoy him. I'm probably, like, a super fanboy to him. He's like, yo, this dude constantly talking. Because, like, I'm just a huge fan of that guy. Like, his, his, the way his mind works to me is just insane. The way he can rhyme these words. Yeah. So, like, he's a guy, every time he drops one of those, I'm like, man, I can't wait for this new album. Like, so here's the problem with me and CHH. is like my favorite CHH artist release albums like every three years. <laughs> so it's hard yeah. to be like really supportive of my favorite guys and be like, yo, this is that dude. Cause they don't, they drop this stuff consistently. But my top five CHH, just real quick, just to summarize, I guess, is like Shylin, Timothy Brindle, Stephen the Levite, uh, Muse One, Act Davis, and then Corey Red, I guess is my sixth guy. But uh, yeah, those, uh, yeah. So as far as Christian hip hop, I think for the most part, I'm listening to the older stuff. I've definitely been bumping uh-huh. the new Christ Centric that just that just dropped. Um, yeah. And because of this podcast, actually, because I actually listen to it, <laughs> like I yeah, like, yeah, I, I've been put on. I started listening. Like I listened to the Apologist uh, interview. I listened to uh, Doc Trinal's interview. So I'm like, man, I need to yeah. listen to Christ Centric. I got. So I've been listening to not just the newest one. I've been listening to like their older projects too. Um, yeah, because so. I'm gonna tell you, like, man, like, you know, like, if you love Shalin, man, like, you love, like, Evangel, you know what I mean? And, oh, yeah, and, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and like, because, like, it, like, like, there's cat doing what is what you're seeking for. It just, for some odd reason, man, it just doesn't get, it just doesn't get put out there, man. And I gotta say, man, real quick, shout out to Cap- uh, Christ Kendrick, man, for, like, like, uh, one of them joints on, uh, on that new album, man, they actually featured one of my verses, which is pretty cool. And so it's like, you know, like I'm, I'm kind of, I'm a little floored by it, you know, um, because, you know, like I, I've, I've, I've loved Christ's work for like so long, um, you know, man. So um, I, I got to say, man, all praise and glory be to God for that. But like, yeah, that's like, like them brothers, is, those are some solid brothers. Uh, love those guys at Christ's Chichik, man. And, and uh, so um, what's his name? Um, uh, the Apologist? Yo, like, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's just, 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 dude, dude is just cool as a fan, man. Um, and, uh, and that's been some stuff I've been looking looking for from them. They're like even like uh, Chris Jones, who's part of the Christcentric now. Um, you know, yeah, dude, solid brothers, man. Like, like, so it's like it's cats out there that's doing it. But I feel you know, it's like it's not. It doesn't seem like it, it's as heavy as it used to be, for, for whatever reason. You know, like a lot of right, cats right, are, right. You know, they kind of done backed away from it for whatever reason. But you know, that's I a, feel that's like, hey, that, I, I'll be honest. I feel like I feel like. Uh, and we don't got to get to this too because this is a hot topic all the time in our in our circles. But like, 
I think realistically, Lecrae was like the face of CHH, and when he switched, a lot of people switched. I don't, yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm not saying much. Like, I don't think it's a big conspiracy. Or I like, cause you know, some people take that really far. But oh, everybody just wants to blow up and be famous, and uh, like, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I'm not. I don't believe yeah. that. But I think yeah, he held yeah. a lot of weight as far as what what people made, the kind of music people made. And obviously, you see the people that stuck doing it once he switched, and a lot of the genre switched. But I think, uh, yeah, it's just. It's not popping right now to do it, even in CHH, which I think is sad. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> but, yeah uh, it's not. You know, I, I, you know, and it's cool, but, I, but like, on the underground scene, though, it's like it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, like right. there's cats like you. Yeah, there's cats like you. You know, um, there's cats like Joshua Cree, um, um, Genesis, No Merit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, these are these are some solid brothers, man, like, whose names aren't, like, you don't see it. You don't see their names on, on Rapzilla. But, like, yo, they drop, you know, these, these brothers just dropping some solid solid sound doctrinal music man abstract who who really meant to be in more people his name should be in more people's mouths than, than what it is and you know what I'm saying? And so and like i said hopefully by the grace of god man like through, through a platform like this man your brothers man like or like your music will start circulating more and they'll start giving that hunger again like that bringing that hunger back for 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 sound doctrine and and for for sound theology and just good music all around all around man so so that's the plan, man. So that's what we hope to be. Yeah, yeah, no, praise God. I mean, that's I, I see that already. Just again, like I said, I actually listen to this podcast, man. So like, there's a lot of guys you put me on. Like, I listen to the podcast and the guys that we put on to. So like, uh, read B verses. Like, I got put on to him because yeah. like I just been hearing his name a lot. Like, like I, I'm, I'm cool with Swin, who y'all also had on. Yeah. So like, I, I've been knowing about Swin for years. Me and Swin are cool. Swin, he and I connected yeah. years back on social media. He just showed me Who's mad love. Um, you know, Swim put me on his first project off the back burner. Like, cause when we connected yeah. on social media, he was like, yo, I want to have you on this joint. Um, and so I was like, yeah, for sure. You know, and he always just showed me support whenever I've dropped stuff over the years. Like, so I just put out my first project, but for years I've dropped like random songs on my YouTube channel, random bars, like, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. He'd always show up for it. Um, but he was telling me, yo, you need to connect with this man, Reed B Versus. He's real nice. You guys should connect. Um, who else? Tone Spain. I just followed him on social media. I'm trying to connect with him. Um, Again, because I listen to Christ Centric's interviews like on your podcast, I added them on Facebook. I'm in the Reform Bars page on Facebook. So I've been trying to add. I've been seeing a lot of these names. I'm like, yo, let me really, really start checking these guys out. Uh, Result and all these dudes that everybody's talking about. I'm like, yo, let me listen to these dudes. Uh, so yeah, yeah. it's definitely popping underground wise, man. Yeah, it is, man. And so, and, and I mean, I, I think, I, in all honesty, like I'm just, I just thank God for the opportunity to be a part of it all. Oh, real quick, as you get ready to wrap up, um, can you? Uh, let the folks know where they can find you, where they can find your music and stuff like that. Yeah, um, basically Regenerate on all social media, which is spelled R-E-G-E-N-E-R-I-T. Um, I, I, the reason for the spelling is the, the like Regenerate and Regenerate are spelled exactly the same way. Um, so just to let just think how it's pronounced is how it's spelled. Regenerate, R-E-G-E-N-E-R-I-T. And that's, that's on all social media, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, uh, my YouTube channel, everything, Regenerate, R-E-G-E-N-E-R-I-T. Say words. All right, well, folks, you've been listening to the testimony of our brother, Regenerate. May I make sure y'all go check him out on all those social media platforms. Uh, also, uh, be on the lookout, as always, for the upcoming podcast, from the Bar Podcast, uh, with Dwayne Atkinson, or Just Thinking with, with Daryl Harrison and uh, Virgil Walker. And then also, here's another one. 
and I always forget the name of this, and I hope these sisters don't be mad at me, but they're also part of the uh, the Bar Network, and I want to say it's called Kaleoscope, or it's, it's something to that nature. You know what? Just just be on the lookout. Be on the listen, listen out. That's what I'm going to call it. Be on the listen out for it. Um, we got some exciting stuff upcoming. Um, and then I think like next week, I'm actually going to be a featured uh, guest on the Just Thinking podcast. And that's where we're going to get the, uh, the Bar Network together. We are going to come together for one big powwow. So you guys be listening out for that. Again, my name's T. Barlow. You can find me on Facebook, T. Demaris Barlow. That's T. Space, D-E-I-M-A-R-I-S, Barlow, B-A-R-L-O-W. You can also find me at T.D. Barlow on Instagram, T-D-E-I-B-A-R-L-O-W. And I think the same thing on Twitter, something like that. But you can always find me on Facebook first. Holla at me. I connect you to the other places and so forth. Um, you've been listening to Bars, Biblical and Reform Spitting. So until next time, grace and peace. Christian and living is sin acquitted. Turn from your wickedness quick and trust in the one who's risen. The life you live in's a lot denying the one who made you. You lucky God don't destroy your physically hurt and maim you. You broke his law and it's standing blatantly plenty times. A rebel defiant deserving of eternal fire. The flames of Hades awake the shady is fatal times. Ahead if you don't repent and get reconciled to God. He's holy blameless and made the creation to obey him. The winds of waste say okay but you choose to turn away from him. That's a big problem cause God is the sovereign lord of all. You should be bowing before him defiant it is wrong. He's gonna judge you for every deed and every wrong And every thought is a fallen creature since Adam's fall And you despise him and hate him, don't be surprised at all If he gives what you want and you separated from God You gotta turn from your sin and then put your faith in Christ Turn from the darkness you love and come over to the light Deep in your heart you were born to choose the wrong over right Turn from the culture of death and walk in newness of life You gotta turn from your sin and then put your faith in Christ Turn from the darkness you love and come over to the light Deep in your heart you were born to choose the wrong over right Turn from the culture of death and walk in newness of life You hate the message I'm preaching cause you hate King Jesus Who rules and reigns over Christians and even non-believers Got all authority even over the ones who hate him Needs who you see that he gave you in order to debate him It's clear you hate him because you love everything he's hating Sex out of marriage, pornography, mass Masturbation, busting violence and greed, and you cover stuff for your neighbors. Engaging in idolatry, living for other things that are not the sovereign king who is ruling and reigns supreme. Creatures made in his image, rejecting the God who's given them life and breath and cognizance, morality and existence. All of us got a fatal disease with sin we infected. Love mythology, harvest, they mocking the resurrection. Do whatever you want with your body, that's straight demonic. God will body you, mind is the gospel, you'll get abolished. Repenting, you'll live forever, that statement ain't hyperbolic. You gotta turn from your sin and then put your faith in Christ. Turn from the darkness you love and come over to the light. Deep in your heart, you were born to choose the wrong over right. Turn from the culture of death and walk in newness of life. You gotta turn from your sin and then put your faith in Christ. Turn from the darkness you love and come over to the light. Deep in your heart, you were born to choose the wrong over right. Turn from the culture of death and walk in newness of life. You're born with a heart that's darkened and hates the father constant. Love or a pleasure of flesh and self you windows and often. The gospel's the center death to you cause you're perishing, captured in all your snaring sins. So this truth I'm declaring it. God is your enemy, you and him are identity. Cause he's holy, you're sinful, the two together could never be. 
He's a judge who must punish in this committed. Get to his children, he has predestined, elected, he is committed. Because he doesn't delight in the death of any wicked. He sent his only begotten son to give men forgiveness. Now through repentance, you and Yahweh can get reconnected. Be born again and live life the way the Father intended. And have the hope at the end of his life a resurrection. Will then take place at the gates of heaven, you'll have an entrance. And live forever with God where joy and peace have no ending. Cause you're a sheep who will finally be resting with the shepherd. You gotta turn from your sin and then put your faith in Christ. Turn from the darkness you love and come over to the light. Deep in your heart you were born to choose a wrong over right. Turn from the culture of death and walk in newness of life. You gotta turn from your sin and then put your faith in Christ. Turn from the darkness you love and come over to the light. Deep in your heart you were born to choose a wrong over right. Turn from the culture of death and walk in newness of life. You gotta turn from your sin and then put your faith in Christ. Turn from the darkness you love and come over to the light. Deep in your heart you were born to choose a wrong over right. Turn from the culture of death and walk in newness of life. You gotta turn from your sin and then put your faith in Christ. Turn from the darkness you love and come over to the light. Deep in your heart you were born to choose a wrong over right. Turn from the culture of death and walk in newness of life. What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get an invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there